911, what's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton. And in today's episode, I am joined with a co-host, my husband, Clint Walton. Davey, how are you? I'm awesome. How are you? I'm good, too. We're upstairs. It is Sunday, and we just decided to hop on and start recording. And I asked Clint what he wanted to record about, and he said, traumatic incidents. So, Clint, I'm just going to let you take it away, because I have no idea where this one's going. (laughs) So... Recently, what kind of brought this up is recently the agency that I work for, we've experienced some traumatic incidents in a close proximity amount of time. And as I was sitting here thinking about it, I thought this was a good topic for us to speak on. It's very interesting to really think about these incidents and and I'm not going to go into details on what the incidents entailed or who was involved or anything like that but almost a reaction from looking from the outside in observing faces observing reactions to these incidents in something that a lot of people should never have to respond to or, or handle and what I'm speaking of is after this incident occurred a lot of officers from different agencies showed up and you're seeing almost like the aftermath of people walking away from it and we'll say blood on their arms or their hands or just any specific standpoint whether they were amongst the first people who were there or just the people who were there after the fact or even just responding to it, the type of change that you kind of see in in each individual person as you're approaching it. Now, our department is a very busy department, and most of us who've been there for any extended amount of time, we've really witnessed a lot of really hard things to bear. And a lot of our newer officers, which our department is very young in a lot of ways because of since the recession, we've just been kind of recouping our numbers. And so a lot of these officers haven't experienced a really severe traumatic incident that really hits at home where us who have been there for a while have. And and you can tell the responses between the two different eras almost. So I I show up on scene and and I'm noticing a lot of the people who were either involved or showing up after the fact, you can tell they're visibly shaken, which rightfully so, I mean, given this incident. But then you just see their demeanors are very different than what you normally see them as. And this is why I think it's so important to have the follow-up after fact, after the fact of being able to, you know, walk these officers through those situations to know that they couldn't have changed anything or they couldn't have done anything differently. I mean, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. We can Monday morning quarterback, 
quarterback it all day. But the bottom line is it already happened the way it did. So as I'm walking into the scene and and handling what I need to handle at this time, I'm noticing a lot of my friends, my colleagues, people who I've known for many years now, you can tell they're they're almost shell-shocked in a way. And, and, you know, you can go to them and you can hug them. You can do whatever else you need to do in those instances. But out at the scene where it just happened, it's not rightfully the, the, good, the best place to do something like that. It's, it's the follow-up that has to come afterwards. So as I'm seeing this in this younger generation, you, you see their demeanor so different from where you're used to seeing them and it kind of it hits at home it's how have they prepared to handle these situations and this is the type of work that you don't really know if you're prepared for it until you're thrown into it and as I'm walking around seeing the different faces seeing the different reactions seeing the different responses it's it was very intriguing to me just to not not in a bad way, but just to observe it and to see who who is reacting one way and who's acting a different way. Now, that's why I really believe in the follow through on the back end, but it's it's something as time goes on, the less experience you have within departments that you're seeing nationwide because there's such a generational gap in between them. And a lot of these people, not a lot, but some of them still live at home with their mom and really don't have tons of life experience behind them. So now they're really recognizing what occurs in this job. And it's not just always dealing with other people sometimes it hits at home. Yeah. So I have a question for you then, because you have been in this department for well over a decade. And I'm wondering what made you decide to not only bring this episode up and and bring this topic up, but what, what was it for you that made you kind of pause and observe showing up on scene for that particular incident? I honestly don't know. I think it started from when I left the station to go to the scene in the high rate that we did. Um, I started recognizing just different changes in people throughout the station and, and experiencing that kind of that demeanor shift. And which, I mean, I would expect a demeanor shift in any given situation like this, but when we arrived on scene, you just noticed this aura, just this down aura of complete unknown. And what's good is after we got some better news surrounding it, you you did see a shift. You you saw a shift, and and there was a sergeant on scene that spoke at a not a briefing, but like a after action thing that we did right after we secured the scene and handed over the incident and and he said something that I once again I almost feel like I was from the outside looking into all of this and watching people's whole demeanors with it is he said even though we just had to go through this 
control this and experience this. We still have a job to do. And if any of you need to speak to somebody, speak to me, shoot me a text, give me a call. But we have to get back to work because pretty much our whole department was at this scene. And when he said that, and he explained further of just, we have a job to do. We are in this profession to not only protect ourselves, but to protect others and and to provide a service to our community. But we have to be there for them, even though we just went through something very traumatic on many levels. He motivated the troops to keep pressing on. And he also said, you know, if you really don't feel that you're able to keep pressing on for the rest of the day, let me know. You don't have to do it in front of the group. Just let me know and uh, we'll work something out to get you to go home to process this the way you need to. And just listening to him say that and kind of the follow-ups that came afterwards was I found it to be very motivating for those younger people and, and some of the older people as well, but you can tell the younger people were more so affected than the older people were. Yeah, and I, I think that because you have been with the department for as long as you have been, like there, luckily there hasn't been, and I'm sorry that we can't get into detail on what the, the incidents were that had taken place, but to have a traumatic incident that that really hit home at your department, there hasn't been tons of these. So I think that from this evolution and the years that have gone by and everything that's taken place since then, since you know trying to recruit and hire and then people retiring and the department just becoming more and more young, I can understand why you would have kind of a step back moment to just observe and to, to actualize that there there are some big changes. And I would imagine, although it might feel very new for you, that this is not something that is, is exclusive to you. And it's probably a realization that every officer, I would imagine, has at one point or another in their career. So I think that is incredibly enlightening. And if you could give, a, give one piece of advice to somebody who might be in that same situation as you, whether it's law enforcement, you know, fire, military, whatever it is, What advice would you give to somebody in your position, maybe of a higher rank or who's been at the department or agency for a long time in terms of support for somebody who hasn't been there as long? Just be there, judgment-free, completely there for them. And, And remembering it's not about you, it's about them. Letting them express whatever emotion that they need to express, whether it's anger, sadness, um, joy or upsetness, whatever it may be. It's just be there for that person. You don't have to say a word and you just need to be that warm body there for them if they need it. Yeah. And I like that a lot. I like the, the aspect of the conversation that had taken place of just opening up the loop, because I think there are so many times that go by where We don't know that a loop could even exist between us and somebody else. So knowing that there's a way for us to be able to establish that open-ended loop so that somebody knows that they can be supported if they want to walk through it, I think that's super powerful. So thank you so much for joining me today. And if you've gotten any value out of today's episode, please do us a favor, drop a review, subscribe down below, and know that we are giving you a long, tight hug from our home to yours.